I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the very latest edition of the Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast. Don't forget to give us a follow if you haven't done so already on Twitter. We are at Premier View Pod. On Facebook, our page is the Premier View Podcast and on Instagram, where we are Premier View Podcast. We have up-to-the-minute news on all things Tip GAA across all our socials, plus the odd giveaway so don't miss out. If you're a Spotify listener, don't forget to hit follow and also hit the bell so that you never miss a podcast episode. Hello and welcome to the Premier Group Podcast, episode number 113. Today, it's a big ball special with Anthony Shelley. What normally might be described as a slumbering championship in the group stages is certainly full of life this this summer, Anthony. Um, the Tipperary Football Championship, maybe it's the threat of relegation, maybe it's the split season coming into effect, but geez, there's a good few storylines for us to cover today after just two games played. There is, and um, you know, as you said, Normally, the the football championship, the first two, it struggles for a bit of traction early on. Like, and yet you, you go into the the third round there for the last few years, and to be a few dead rubber games, and you may even see walkovers given if a team is going on in the hurling, but uh, not so much so this year. A um, few surprises early on. Uh, it's been very, very good. You know, maybe it, you know in its own in its own quiet way, nearly every bit as exciting as the hurling. Yeah, I've, you're not the only person to say that. Now, mm. there's definitely a few subplots kind of boiling in. Look, and we'll go down through the groups, you know, um, group by group, I suppose. But for me, I suppose the story of the championship has to be, I suppose, there's two. My, my Rover's definitely one of them. Their Travail's there against, you know, right, fair enough, a, a fancy JK Bracken side, but maybe a not so much fancy Rockwell side. But also Lockmore losing that first game as well, which you don't often see normally Lockmore up up the gears and kind of gradual style coming through the group stage. But you know, they're another team now with a bit of bit of work to do. Was is there anything you'd add to those two kind of maybe maybe teams there? 
Um, yeah, like the Lockmore one was uh, to me was just once off. They very unusually for them, they took I think they took the right off the ball. They rested a few players, less than John Noel or Keegan. Uh, and it's easy to understand why they have a heavy schedule coming up. A lot of those lads have a lot of a lot of miles in the legs at this stage, and um. They had beaten my Karki by 15 points last year. So it was easy to see why. And they, they just got caught in the night. I think we've all played games where where that where that has ha- happened to us. Um the storm Betty was coming in as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, look, there were there were, I went to actually see them play Art Finn the other day and you know, I thought maybe with 25 minutes gone, they were actually in a bit of trouble again. I said, My God, are they going to be heading for relegation? But um Art Finnan left a lot of scores behind. They probably over elaborated too much in the close in the in the scoring area. Instead of taking on the shot, they were they were maybe trying to walk it in and got turned over and whatever. Lockmore kicked three points just before half time. Um to put them a point down at half time. They had a small bit of a win, I suppose, in the second half. But Art Finnan came out, dominated again for the first ten minutes of the second half. And um, went six four up, and then I thought it was a huge moment in the game. They got straight through one and one. Fairness, Aidan McGrand, Lockmore goal made a great save, and Lockmore went down and got a point. Uh, so instead of it being one six to four points, it was now six points to five points. You know, and then for the next twenty five minutes or so. Sure, we've seen that movie a hundred times before, like Lockmore just took over and they were yeah. they were actually very impressive, I thought, in the last twenty-five minutes. Could be the mega. I suppose one other story again that I'm sure we'll we'll touch on as well is Balinaz's introduction. I have to admit, I wasn't a believer that you know they they come in and waltz through to Prayer Senior Football Championship, but you know, their introduction so far has been very impressive with that kind of maiden win over Art Finnan. But look, we'll go before we touch on that, we'll go back to group one, which is I know, I suppose look, there's two stories in this one. There's you know, commercials are way out ahead. Uh, mm. Had a had a lot of trouble against Kilsheed in there, which was a rip roaring start. But kind of, you know, put to bed any fears over complacency. Arrow, but Jesus, the the race for qualification and relegation behind them. You'd want the degree and maths to fi- figure this one out now. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, who would have who would have seen Drum? But you know what? I didn't see Drum beating um, Kilsheed, but. When I thought about it after, maybe being disingenuous to, to drum, there are some really, really good footballers on it, and a lot of them have played underage county. Um, um, you know, you know, this, Paul Mullen there was one of the best minors we had over the last couple of years. Uh, and then you have, like I said, Shamey, Shamey, Shamey Callan in the centre back, was, he was always a fine footballer. Just plays the role very well, keeps everything safe. And then you have the likes of Stevie Nolan, who was um he was a dual minor in 2015. And uh but he's you know he's played soccer for Ireland as well. And you know it's, it's a, they have they have a bit of talent there. It's just I didn't think that they'd have enough done to be Kill Sheila. Uh against Clamel. I'm not sure if it was a bit of a false result like I mean I would have said this before Clamel while they weren't at their best that night, got 25 shots off. Kilsheelan got four, 14, right? But in fairness, they did score nine or ten of them and did they get three, seven that night. But maybe the goals masked over the performance. And Kilsheelan, they like to keep the ball. They, they really pass it to death. And uh, when you're 
keep the ball against Drum. Drum will actually hunt you down. They'll hunt the ball down mm. as much they did. And you know, it's it's put Kilshielan in a in a in a dodgy position. But you know what? I still think they will get over Airog in the last game. And, and win Mercer's get over job, which will yeah. put Kel Sheelan through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe this group is actually easy enough to work out, as you said, yeah. on all known for. I was Airogar on minus or, yeah, yeah. minus twenty-five. Now they still yeah, Sheelan are minus two and drummer Yeah, so look they're they're scored cause it cause a shot yeah. there. But look, I was that bit more impressed with Kilsheelan maybe than yourself was to my untrained eye against commercials the first day. I thought the likes of Jamie, I thought they were, showed more ambition maybe than they had in previous games against commercials. Kind of, they, they were buoyed by the goals. They didn't die away when I suppose commercials got no. level in early in the I, second half. I, I thought when they went when they went for it against commercials, uh, and they had an awful lot of ball against commercials. They, you know, they definitely might have been ahead for a long period of the game in the possession stakes. You know, but when they went went at it, I mean. They look to be devastating. And I would have said again, I would have said this before. I seen him play a few years ago against Arlo when they needed to win by nine or ten points and they went at it. And they won by twenty. And you know, they 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 were like the Harlem Globetrotters playing that day. Uh but sometimes they just keep possession for the sake of keeping possession. And uh you know drum turned them over a lot. You know, and like they kind of no excuses. I think they went one three to a point up in this game. You know, so um, Arguably, I would say that over the last decade or so, the Kilsheed and second to commercials have the the second best underage pedigree. If you look at the likes of the Kios, Barry Kio, and like as well, chipping in there, Dara Brennan's and like uh, uh, Jamie Jamie Roach, there as I said, like they're all fine footballers. They're, they're like they they have they're fine footballers, but they, I don't know. Is there a soft underbelly to them? I, I, I don't know. They should at this stage have been in the county final with the players they've had, and they haven't got there or threatened to get there. But I still think they'll be they'll be okay this time. The, mm-hmm. you know, just the way the group is going to work out for them. But I mean, you know, they will have serious questions to yeah, and look ask, ask the other, themselves and answer the next step. And the other, I suppose, main story from that is that Airog look like they're heading for relegation now after that thumping against commercials. As long as Drum and Inch can keep. Look, I'm going to pull a figure out the sky here. Below a 15 point beating for Drum, I think, should see them out of the relegation and Aero. Yeah. Um, yeah. Aero or what? Minus 25 drummer. Drummer. Yeah, drummer level. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. So, God, poor old Aero. Yeah. Um, which, you know what? For Kazilin, they probably don't want to be meeting an Aero side fighting for their life as well. But, like, I mean, the, the week before we were all saying fair play to your rogue to survive another year, like you know, and then the, then that happens and drumbeats kill Sheila. For the uninitiated here now, this isn't just relegation. This is like supercharged relegation now in temporary football this year. This is the real year where you don't want to be into that bottom four because we're going to lose lose three of the four in the relegation yeah. semis. So I mean, and look, there could be a few big hitters in there somewhere, maybe in Aravale or even in my Rovers. So yeah. you really don't want to be in, in this relegation semi-final. Yeah, like, I mean, if if there was only two rounds, I think the four bottom teams are at the moment are Mile Rovers, Kilsheelan, Aravale and Arfinan, right? So, <laughs> yeah. you, now that'll probably change for four, but like three of those teams are going to go down. The four bottom teams play in a, in a semi-final, the, t- the losers of those semi-finals are gone, and then the winners play in a final, 
and the loser of that has gone. So, you know, yeah. it's, um, as you said, su- supercharged relegation. And you don't want to be, because you have to win. If you, Once you get in there, you're obviously not going great, the fact that you're in there. But now you are, you're being asked to win two matches, to even just to just to remain senior, it's 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 pressure. Yeah, it, it's 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 serious pressure. Look, that's the competitiveness. Maybe this year, may, you know, we're trying to put our finger on why this the early stage of this championship are so competitive. But look, one of the other stories of the competition of the championship we touched on a lot more there with Ballina. I was a little bit dubious that they would actually have an, a big impact this year in senior football. I know that they've been seen as a common team, but for me, you know, they've got got up the grades. But you know what? An introduction be, beating um, Arfinan, who'd be a well established, who'd be mm. a well established team there. Yeah, they, they were, they were, they were, they were very impressive that night, right? Granted, Neil, I think they scored six eleven that night, and granted, I would say that Arfinan would be beating themselves up over maybe four or five of the goals that went in. They were soft, but look, that's not bad as well. They took advantage of them all. Um, it shouldn't be that much of a surprise to anyone, right? So they have what one, two, three. They have Stephen O'Brien, Teddy Doyle, Owen Power, and James Hanley inside in the county senior setup. Right? Charlie King bounced around there as well. Uh, but Charlie be still under twenty, I think. You know, uh, they were under nineteen county champions two years ago, was it? Uh, be under the rag against the big commercials in the final. So they would have uh, a few lads coming from from that team and then Charlie King, super player. And then they have add in that they have um, Tom Lee there playing centre forward. Like Tom, I think he's a Galway man originally, but he he he, he plays senior football for Limerick. You know, uh, he's in the latter stage of his career now, but he's still, he's st- he's still a fine player. So you put it all together. Like there's not many teams of four in, in, the, in the county setup. So it shouldn't be that much of a surprise for anyone. I suppose I was just wondering would they be able to get up to the pace of senior football straight away? They've had no problems and um their game next day the next day against Lockmore will probably tell us where they are. Because Lockmore is always the test, isn't it? If you want to test yeah. yourself <laughs> how you're going, no better team. And Lock and particularly a Lockmore team that actually need a win. Exactly, and just yeah. outline maybe the, the group here. So at the moment we've Balna on four, we've Mike Harkey and Lockmore both on two, and we'd yeah. Arfin and propping it up on zero. So um Arfin and have to play Mike Harkey in the last round, so that's a must win for them. Yeah. And they'll be hoping to for them to avoid relegation, put Mike Harkey in that Lockmore beat Balana and a win for Lockmore there to finish it out would Put them, put them in first place and Balina through in second. So there's a lot that can happen there. There is. No, you, you, you still imagine that Lockmore and Balina are in the are in the driving seat because of the score difference, right? So even if Balina beat Lockmore and Art, Art Finnan beat Mike Harkey, which is, um, you know, a possibility that, that those two results could happen, right? At the moment, Art Finnan are minus 12 and Lockmore are plus four in score difference. So, if three teams end up on two points, uh, Lockmore are in the driving seat as long as you don't ship a, a hammering against Ballina, and that, uh, that's not going to happen. Exactly. So, and, and I think it'll be Ballina and Lockmore, but Lockmore won't want to, won't, they won't want to take it to score difference. And they won't, you know, want, I suppose they, that would put they, Mike Harkey in relegation. He hinted at that maybe either way, or could Mike Harkey spring another surprise? Well, they, they, they'll, they'll, you have a soft spot for our Finn in there, so. 
I have a soft spot. Yeah, but uh, yes, God, did I, I don't know. I if Ard Finning can learn to pull the trigger, they're actually quite a decent side, but they're just they're over elaborating way too much, way too much. Uh, like the first half, first twenty five minutes against Lockmore the other day, they had eighty percent possession, right, and they went in at half time, uh, just to point up. They should have been nearly out of sight, uh, but um, for me, yeah, I I do think they will. I do think they will be McCarthy, but here, I thought Lockmore would beat them as well. Yeah, that could be one <laughs> one to watch. There might be McCarthy's result in the hurling. Mm. If, they, if they're finished for the year in hurling, they might right. Mm. They might go out and have a right cut at Finn and they are. You must remember if they do beat if the, if Finn and do beat McCarthy and the other game is close enough, r- regardless of who wins, right? Um, they will need to beat McCarthy by four points or more because um, they're minus twelve at the moment, aren't they? And McCarthy are minus eight. Tell you know. Oh no! It's, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. You're if, right. If, if Ballina beat Lock, yeah, Ballina beat Lockmore and three teams end up in two. Our Finland will need to. They would, no, they'll need to win by at least three points, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. So, you could, yeah. It's a squeaky bum time for them. It is, exactly, yeah. Mm. But that's the kind of last day that we want. Um, mm. Move on to the next group, Group 3, which is Upper Church there. These are last year's beaten county finalists. Um, four yeah. points, two from two. Killing all on two points. Care with a last gas win over Araville there um, at the weekend. Two points and Araville on zero. So... Mm. Thoughts on, thoughts on this one now? Yeah, well, Upper Church, you know, as I said, they were county finals last year and they've gone about their business fairly well this year. Minimum of us, two relatively com- comfortable wins, maybe not playing their best, but, you know, doing enough doing enough to to get there. And you couldn't judge what went on in the rag last Friday night because, uh, you know, it was a monsoon out there and not even sure the game should have been played um, under enlightening and everything towards, towards the end of it. Um, but, you know, they got their job done one six to four points or whatever uh, after a difficult enough enough start. Um, so yeah, as you said, care Arvel led everywhere except on the line, didn't they? And uh, a cracking goal who got it was an absolute worldly goal from care to to win it by two points. Uh, Liam Casey's, I suppose, the to kick him ahead there was fantastic as well. Yeah, uh, in the round um, in a sixty minutes or so. Yeah. For care is nobody seems to well. I'm sure down in care to do, but nobody seems to know how long Lim Casey is home for. Like, will he be home for another two weeks? Um, and he they'll would be, be a big loss if they didn't there. have him. Hmm? They'll be hiding his passport. Yeah, yeah, he'd be a huge loss if they haven't. So, like, they play, they play killing all now in the in in the last round to to see who um. Who, who yeah, it looks like a straight shootout there, exactly. It is a straight shootout, yeah. Both would have taken that at the start of the campaign. Yeah, and Killinall were very impressive against Araville. As I said, you could write off, they weren't maybe not so impressive against Upper Church the other night. Uh, obviously, the quality of the opposition was better, but um, also the conditions were horrendous. It was just who made the least mistakes, really. You know, So, yeah, that'll be an interesting. It could even be one of the games in the next round. Like, you know, it's a straight shootout. Winner takes all. And are Aravale, are they destined for relegation semis now looking at that? I think Barb. Don't see any way that they, you know, they're, I don't see any way that they can survive it. 
the, the play of the upper church and they probably need to be at upper church by yeah, you're, you're right yeah. I think mathematically they are they are in the relegation yeah. there so that that's sort of least and look yeah. they will have a, a relegation semi and maybe a relegation final to save their senior status yeah and like more. even even if, even if they did manage to beat upper church which is probably unlikely they'll do it would as long as there's a result in the other game, they'll go down on the head to head. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's they have to re- they have to regroup there for that one. Um, J.K. Brackens, no outlandish predictions this year now, but <laughs> chugging along nicely there with a statement win in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. We've had two very, very good second halves. You know, I mean, the first day against my Rovers, my Rovers were a point up at half time and possibly should have been more, you know. Um, but we were very, very good in the second half and that we won by six or seven points or something like that in the end. So, yeah, it was a very, very good performance. And we were in a bit of trouble last last uh, last Sunday um, against Ballyporeen, I think. You know, at half time we were five points down, and we went seven points down early in the second half, and uh, then we woke up and we again for the last twenty five minutes, we've been we we were we were very very good. So um, slightly Jacqueline Hyde performances. You know, we can't afford again later on if we get there. We can't afford to start as slowly against the better teams because, you know, like even in. If we went seven points down against Upper Church, lock more commercials, we're not coming back, you know. So we need we probably need to get a more consistent performance over the hour. But when we've been good, we've been very very good. Yeah, and um, I suppose you need to be take care of Ballyporeen in the last game. There, I'm just looking at it. The uh, we took we took care of them last, last Sunday. Oh, sorry, Rockwell. <laughs> yeah. Rockwell. Rockwell, Rockwell, yeah. Um, It'll be tough. It'll be a tough game as well. Um, well look, I'll stay going for the end anyway. You know, yeah, and, uh, and they need a result. I'd like to see them get the result because I think that they've been, you know, they've been seen her a couple of years now, and they've been looking yeah. for that win. I think they won the second tier competition a couple of years yeah. in a row. Like the forget yeah. the name of it now. It is um, history, but um, you know, yeah. And I, I've had, I think it was last year. It might have been last year. I was down to see them play Kilsheelan. I think it might have been the last game at group stages. Yeah, uh, Clown 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 Desper- yeah, desperately unlucky in that. Oh, game. I felt so sorry for them. Yeah. They, I mean, there's a team that died with their boots on that day. They left everything on the pitch and they just came up a point short. I think in the end, like uh, kind of went. God, you know that. I'd love to see them get to the final stages for just for the effort that that, that yeah, they are. Yeah, and I was in. thinking, I was following the My Rovers game on Twitter, and I was thinking, Jesus, you know, probably something similar is going to happen there. My Rovers just kind of, you know, might just catch them. But yeah, you know, in fairness, they're 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 I thought against My Rovers, when My Rovers played us, as I said, they were quite good in the first half and maybe for a few minutes in the second half. But I thought they died. I thought they, they, they tired. And, you know, Against a team like Rockwell, that's a that's a dangerous thing to be having happening. It's tiring in the last in the last quarter, you know. And um, you know, I know they're flying lads home from different parts of the world to, to play these games, and probably catching up with them. You know, it's probably catching up with them, and um, the they're in a bit of bother now. They're in a bit of bother. I don't see that anyway that they'll come out of the bottom four. Um, really, that's a big statement. Yeah, um, 
Hearns seems like I, I wouldn't be surprised if Bally Perrine beat them. So, mm, yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, if, take a, if you look at the two teams and their merits. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Bally Perrine weren't bad now. I said that we needed to be at our very best to reel them back in. And plus the fact that there was a fairly decent wind in our back in, in, um, in the second half in, in, in Cashel. So it wasn't a bottle job. We were always going to come back with that wind. Um, but, uh, you know, Bell Green, well. they're a decent side. They have Daryl Brennan up front. Um, you know, like, they need us to beat Rockwell, and that's not guaranteed. And they need to beat... Um, they need to beat Belly Perrine. And um, that's not guaranteed either. Uh, you know, I know they could technically still finish second, but I think they're going to be in relegation. Yep, there's there's a big call there. Um, yep, yeah, w- wouldn't be surprising. They'll, you know, I suppose maybe other teams won't. Will be hoping that they do get out of it because they want to face them in relegation as a, as a marquee name, I suppose, in temporary. I do think but, if they if they did end up there, I think they'd be fine. You know, <laughs> it's the other three teams that would be worried then, isn't it? You know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So look, I suppose at this stage now, general predictions are commercials looking very strong. Um. Commercials, uh, yeah, I wasn't overly impressed with them against Kilsheelan. I thought they were very structured. They were laboured and everything. But uh, the other day, right, I know it's easy to look good when you're when you're winning. But it was very early on. I thought their movement was was excellent. They were playing just some champagne football. <clears throat> the difference I thought was that against Kilsheelan, they stood back and let Kilsheelan play in front of them. Uh, but against their oak, they actually went after the ball. And they they won some amount of turnovers. I don't have to figure, but it, it they they were just very aggressive going after the ball. And if if they if they stay at that, they're going to be very very hard to be beat. Mm. So is it, it get boring talking about commercials at uh, at this stage? You know, yeah. Um, look, you still have those heavyweight clashes come the semi final time as well. You know, teams might fancy fancy go them. Look, commercials and Lockmore and Cashel. In the September, like like that. Commercials like more you know, and Cashel, they're probably going to be hard to beat, all right. But uh, yeah, anybody, commercials like more and Cashel, commercials, Brackens and Cashel, um, commercials overcharging Cashel. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I don't know now. <laughs> it, 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 all those teams will be looking for Cashel, <laughs> they'll be all out, um, reeling the pitch, I'd say, make, yeah. it, make it a small, but uh, yeah, right. We'll go for a quick look at the intermediate as well. So, again. Commercials in this actually in, in, in group one there have it open in front of me. So they've started very strongly in this. As you look, they have a fine panel of lads there on the intermediate. So they've started they've had a good win over mine and a big win over my rovers to start there. So this the lay land here is commercials on four points, mine on two, golden on two, and my rovers bringing up bringing up the rear and the last the well the, the fixtures tell me it's it's drum and inch versus commercials. There, but do you have the last round here? The way the games are working. Um, I do, yeah. Um, the Tipperary website. Um, yeah, sure. It would be commercials against Golden. Um, yeah, it's commercials v Golden and, and mine v Mile. Um, commercials Golden should be a good one. Um, they've met for the last couple of years, and I think actually Golden have come out on top in both the last two years, uh, certainly in a in a very good game down in New Inn last year, they got over commercials by um by a point or two. And commercials intermediate team, very young team, you know, which one or two 
Star Wars thrown in, but uh, you know it's more or less their under nineteen team, isn't it? Um, uh, they'll be lively, probably get weaker as the as the competition goes on, as 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 they lose less to the senior. But um, yeah, they've done they've done well so far, four points plus nineteen. Again, you might know how does the relegation work here with the restructure? Yeah, no, right. It's probably the most important one. If it was supercharged, um, for for the senior, there's five teams going down in the intermediate, right? And um, let's see how it works. So what what will happen is the fourth place team. So there's three groups, right? Two groups of four and one group of six, right? So the fourth place team in group one and two go down. Relegated, no no playoffs, no nothing. They're gone, right? The fifth and sixth place team in group three, which is the sixth team group, the fifth and sixth place team, they're both gone as well. So now that's four teams gone straight away, relegated. And the third place teams in groups one and two play off. And the loser of that. So there's only one, one one relegation playoff for the third place team, which would be the the. Right, um, so I, what I'll do is I'll read out that group three because that's a big one there. Now, mm. just on that before I get back to you on the relegation, we'll, so Turles Arsh is at top of the pile on four points along with Galti Rovers. So maybe mm. a bit of a surprise from Turles there, but Galti be contenders. Aherlow perennial senior participants on two points, Mulnahone on two, and bringing. Up the is lot more with a on zero with a poor enough score difference in brackens or yeah. zero from two as well. Like the, as I said, a lot of football, a lot of football to be played in that group. There is there's there's five teams to go down, right? But you would imagine the three of those teams will be the second teams: my Rovers, JK Brackens, and lot more, right? Uh, so um, in, in this particular group, you would imagine like the JK Brackens lot more game with the score difference there. In both, they're both gone more or less so there you can take it but it's the who's going to qualify for the for the quarter final who's going to finish in the top two uh, at the moment SARS look to be in the driving seat and SARS are playing uh, Galti so it's who are in second place at the moment in the next round Right. That'd be, but um, I suppose look with no offense to Lockmore, but they're probably they've been for a few years now a weak team, and one of the one of the Sars wins is just to get you know they ran up a big win against them. So, Tarlis no more than ourselves. You know, Lockmore. I think it was in two thousand seventeen. Surprisingly, won a junior, mm-hmm. uh, county final, and ended up there, ended up up in, up an in intermediate, and the very same thing happened. Jacob Brackens in two thousand and eighteen, uh, we. Won a county final against Belly Luby, who were ten points a better t- team than us, but they couldn't kick the ball over the bar, and we ended up winning winning the game. And since we went up, I think, like stand corrected, I think we've only won one game at intermediate level since we went up. But because teams at this level have been, do you remember Killadangan one year? Yeah, looked to go I down. Morris sure Kane looked to go down another year, and then there was a year that there was no relegation at all. So. Um, we couldn't actually get out. We couldn't get relegated, you know. So, um, that's what, so, like more than ourselves, we'll be far more happier next year in being competitive at junior level, and both teams will be competitive at junior level. And I suspect something similar with with my yeah, Rovers. And look, team. these divisions will take a 
a couple of years to sort. You know, these grades will take a couple of years to sort yeah. through as you go down as you go down to get the competitiveness through them. But, uh, so, but I mean, in that group, in that group three, so the, the the draw for the next round was made last night, mm-hmm. and uh, it's Galtier plays Sars, so that's the two top teams, uh, and Mulnahon are. Wonder I'd like to have seen this draw. Mulnahon are playing <laughs> playing Arlo, <laughs> mm. uh, which are the two middle teams. <laughs> You'd think after yeah. that maybe it might be. You know yeah. the opportunity there for a few walkovers or whatever. That you know things will be fairly clear after those two. Well, uh, J.K. Brackens and, and Lockmore are playing, but it, I mean uh, it is more or less a dead rubber. So I don't know whether that game will go ahead. But the other, there's certainly no, there's no dead rubber because they're two shootouts really. Even though Sars are in the in the in the in the driving seat, I would um, Arlo Mulnahon, the winner of that, may well end up in second place in that group in Group Three. And I, I suppose that group group two then just there's a there's a bit of football and royalty here, I suppose, with Feather to kind of uh one win from two, but Grange Moakler are many people's perennial favourites for this competition over the last couple of years. Um always seem to just find one team too good or too strong, maybe they're on two from two. They're concentrating fully on the football this year. Clomalog are one from two, Feather are, are one from two or two points as well. And Father She's probably well, they are destined for the relegation as well, you'd say. On yeah, Father She's are gone there. Uh, I don't see any way back for them. Um, I know they could beat Grange Mokler, but even at score difference, then so you basically, I think you have a shootout between Feather and Clomalog to see to see who qualifies here. Should be interesting. Um, Grange Mokler, Charlie McGeever in in charge this year I think as you said everybody's favourites at the start of every year and if the county final they are very light side young and light and if the county final was played in August every year I think they'd win the, the county Jeez, final were, every year they were young and light three years ago <laughs> yeah like, yeah. like I'd say they'd, they'd have a they'd have an average age of maybe 21 or 22 like I mean three years ago they were nearly an under 19 team it's it's the bones of an under 19 team that was playing or an under 21 team that was playing uh, that won a county final a couple of years ago or got to a county final a couple of years ago so um the problem I think for them is that the county final won't be until the end of October and pitches are heavy and you know they get caught and it, football is different back in those days. Yeah, so that's going to, that's going to be their challenge. Was it Drum that beat him up the stadium last last Drum, year? Yeah, yeah. 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 They beat him you know, that was a good, like, good example. And uh, 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 like that's what I was saying about Drum there in the senior. Just go back to them for a second. Oh, sorry, like, that was two years yeah. ago. Balena beating him. Balena beat him yeah. last year. Yeah, but like Drum. Two years ago, in uh, when they beat them in the stadium, they were very good that day. Drum, uh, but if you remember, Drum went on to play Nagail from Cork or from Kerry in um, in the Munster semi final that year and only lost by a point or two to them who went on to win the All Ireland. So, like, that's why teams can't afford to take Drum lightly in, in the senior. But, but to, to go to go to go back to this one, um, yeah, Grange Walker. They'll be there about thereabouts at the end. I think Feathered will get over Clamel Oak. Um, you know, the Clamel Oak's first uh round defeat against um against wasn't it Grange Walker they played in the first round? Um the Yeah. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I wouldn't be reading too much into their to their win against uh Father Shees. They'd have to go out and do it again. 
before you could and their form for the last couple of years hasn't been great. So you would imagine why be tight you'd imagine Feder Feder will get over and, and qualify there. Uh, yeah, who'd be your next best, I suppose, in this one? Would you give it to Galti seem to be building a little bit. Their commercials might be a bit short come the business. Yeah, end. you see, Galti had to play SARS and they have to beat SARS uh to qualify because the, the winner of the, the winner of the Arlo Mulnahone game uh will probably take second place there. Yeah, and who'll um again put your put your neck I don't, I don't, I, one for I, a winner I, there? I, I don't know, I haven't been that impressive, I think, since you know. Yeah. The um, again they were very unlucky the other night in horrendous conditions down in, in Tip Town. They looked to have the game won and um a fortuitous goal right at the end. Um, you know, you remember shooting for a point and it was one of those the minute he left the boot, you know, you know, there's a chance of this dropping into the top corner, like it was one of them. And uh uh there was only about a minute or two left that Arlo didn't have, didn't have time to come back, but um, they'll be. I think Arlo will be okay against Mullinahone, and they'll be hoping that Saras will beat uh, Galti. Interesting, hard to know how how it's going to yeah, go. It's, it's, I do think Arlo will beat Mullinahone. Saras Galti is the tough of the call. Yeah, it's like again another competition there with a lot of permutations there, and one to keep an eye on over next week or so. Um, as we hit the final round of games, Anthony, it's been an absolute pleasure. I suppose we we'll reconvene after the group stages to see the light of land. How wrong or yeah. right? <laughs> you are. It's so complicated at the moment with everything that can go on. It's 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 been great. It's been great. I wonder could we could we relegate three and relegate five every year? <laughs> look, you know, on a serious note, maybe before finishing up, maybe this kind of relegate one and and promote one kind of thing. Maybe it does stagnate championships a bit. And maybe, you know, after this initial call that you might look at a situation where there's two up, two down, just throwing it out there. Yeah, it, it may be, it, you know, as I said, it's certainly, it's certainly worth having a conversation about, isn't it? You know, uh, two up, two down for in, in groups of 12, I think, as it will be from next year, isn't it? Uh, would certainly liven things up. Certainly, look, worth, You know, you could be running into one team every year that's kind of getting going going down like you know maybe maybe too weak for senior or whatever having a bad year and then like you know you could be second best for a long time in intermediate and not getting up I don't think it's too good to anyone no no and uh, you know and, and, and plus, plus at, the, at the senior like I mean you nearly always know who's going to not this year obviously but for the last few years you were nearly fairly sure who'd go down every year you know, or but if two go down, well, that makes it interesting. Yeah, certainly worth having a conversation about. Exactly. Sherlock, we'll discuss that and other things, I suppose, as the championship form. So thanks a million, Anthony. Talk again. All soon. right, Kevin. Talk to you. Bye. Now I'm joined by Brian Fogarty from Fiserv, who are Tipperary's main sponsors. And I suppose there's a great couple of events in store on the 2nd of September. Brian, there's a big day planned in Semple Stadium as part of Fiserv's sponsorship there. So delighted that you could join me here and just talk a bit about Fiserv's relationship with Tipperary. And we'll start off with a look at kind of what's on that day on the 2nd of September in their own Semple Stadium, because there's a lot going on. There is. It's it's a it's a jam packed day. Yeah, I suppose to kind of give you a bit of context, maybe where it all kind of came from, really. Um, so part of the deal that we kind of did with Tipperary is we're we're very community driven and finest Fiserv, um, and they love to kind of get behind you know 
charities we, we we always kind of get behind some charities we've been doing clean as charity and that's where the connection is there for about the last five years um and then we brought in um the dylan quark foundation for for this one as well and um, so they're actually our partner for the whole year so we do run community events all year you've probably seen us outside the stadiums um for all the matches there we were giving out flags and and ponchos, things like that for the matches. And we're taking donations for the Dylan Crack Foundation at that as well. So they were our charity then for this year. So we did something similar last year. Um, and it's something we built into the contract that we could have one big uh, charity event that we were going to do every year. Um, and so we came up with this idea for the Simple Field Day. And we ran it for the first time last year, where we did it for the North and South Tip Hospice. So, um, yeah, look, it was a great event. It was a fantastic event. We got great support. The clubs were fantastic. It got really got behind it. Um, and we ended up raising just just a little over 40,000. So it went with 20,000 went to each each hospice. Look, it was just a fantastic day. And so this year, we went on to something else. We did something similar, but we're going a little bit bigger this year. So the plan is yeah, to try and, and go a bit bigger. bigger is right. There's, there's, a, there's a lot there on the day itself, isn't there? And it starts bright yeah. and early, I suppose, with, um, I suppose you have clubs coming from all over the county with an under nine hurling blitz up in exactly. Dr. Park and Simple Stadium and it kicks off from there then. Exactly. It was just, it was, it was a, it's a really kind of a family day. We started off with being a family day and that was the idea of it last year. So we looked around with other, to be honest with you, Kevin, we looked around at other, other, similar type ones we do one ourselves in gold and I'm, I'm a golden man myself um, and we do something similar we saw other clubs doing doing something likewise where they have uh, an underage blitz and predominantly it's supposed to try and get people get people into the into the field in the day but this really just took off this year so um, in fairness to Kevin Halley and his team there the, the they looked after all this the under nine blitz um, and we're I think we're over 90 teams at this stage wow which is just fantastic yeah so look it's, it's going to be the guts of probably 1500 people in around the stadium for the day which is which is unbelievable in itself like 95 teams and if you average it out 10, 10 kids and then you've all the parents are looking at, at still 1500 kids that's and then just, many just of those kids like. will have a, a chance for the, the tours of the county player which would be an any added bonus there I see also kind of going on on the day itself yeah exactly look Connor, Connor Bowe is good he works here with us so he, he have a good contact there with, with um the players so we're after managing to get about 20 players together so we're hoping to have 20 of the of the panel um, there in the day to do tours and they're going to do skill sessions and referee the matches and, and bring them around uh, for the day. So look, it's a great day for the kids themselves and there know. and they're going to get, actually get to play on simple stadium themselves. So whether they know it or not yet, I'm not sure, but I probably should announce it now. They're their last, their last few minutes, their last game is going to be, actually on Simple Stadium so every kid that comes that day will get to play in Simple Stadium Brilliant and if you're like myself and maybe the chances of playing in, in Simple have gone there's an old fun run there uh, as well maybe to kind of start and finish there and Exactly you know, bringing up the, If your parents maybe have the kids there they can they can tug off for that as well like you know Exactly and that's one of the reasons why we did it Yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's exactly the reason why we did it just because you'd have people there it's a long day it's broken into three three phases so if your team is playing in the first phase, you can do the run the second or third. And, and likewise, if, if you're broken in, in, in any way like that. So that's the way the day is broken out with the under nine blitz. So look, yeah, we, we're doing a, a six and, a, and an 8K, an 8K run. Um, it's starting at one side. So it's starting at the newsstand side and you'll run around and come back down, we'll say the Holy Cross Road and you'll run back into the stadium. So for the likes of myself, they'll probably never get a chance to run into Simple Stadium again. It's a great excuse to kind of run into Simple Stadium that day, you know. Exactly. And the, the World Championships are on there now at the moment, Athletic, so you could 
you can mimic your heroes with that. And look, there, it keeps on coming. You have a car boot sale. So again, that, that'll, that'll attract different people in there. So I suppose you'd be looking for people to, to bring their wares and that. Exactly. Yeah. Last year, last year, I think we'd, we'd close on 25 or 30 stalls. So look something up around that again. They all had a great day. Look, this year, I think it's going to be an even bigger crowd. So I'm, I'm expecting uh, more. We've got plenty of them in already. I think we're, we're, we're gone up close to the 20 mark already um, for, for the car boot sale. So look, we're hoping we're going to get even more in than that. Um, yeah, and the bake sale is just something that we kind of missed out a bit on last year. And we got a lot of people that kind of look for it. Why didn't we do it? So it's why we brought it in this year. Um, and again, for that, we're looking for donations from shops or businesses or even just people who want to go baking at home. And it'll be an extra few quid that we can sell and give to the so charity. We put the call out there. So any master bakers out there that want to, that want to contribute be more. And I suppose the highlight Absolutely. of the day then is a, a roadshow GA Legends there. So and not just GA Legends. Yeah, yeah. From other sports and codes as well. Exactly. And just before that, Kevin, just not to, not to pass it out, I suppose, is the dog show. We have, we have a dog show that's going to go on that that stage as well. Um, we had a huge dog show last last year. We got close up on 100 dogs, I think, came last year. And she's telling me already that it's going to go even surpass that. We might have twice that this year. So it's it's another one of these things that's just grown. There's loads of different categories for loads of different types of dogs. Um, it's a girl from home does Trish Noonan she's from my own local area and she runs it all she's absolutely fantastic she's mad into it so if you want something to do for your dog that day bring on your dog it's exactly just you know, that's something that's going to attract different people in around the place exactly. you know, it's all for a good cause so you get a good variety of people in there yeah 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 exactly but yeah no look and as you said there as well that evening time it's it's some lineup I know it is it's 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 some light it kind of grew with a, with a couple of guys uh, a couple of other fellas then kind of rolled in but look if you if you see that the, the people we have there now um look we've Davy Fitz uh Tommy Walsh Henry Shefflin uh TJ Ryan is coming on Eamon Corcoran Lara Corbett it's just growing and growing of course that's brilliant so there's no names there that aren't on the poll and just what's the ticket situation for that Brian because a lot of people will be very interested exactly yeah so you can get all the tickets for everything is online this year so this is the first time we've done that so we've been and is we've that on tipperary.ie Exactly. If you go into tipperary.ie, there's a fun, a new fundraising tab there. So it's just created just for this event. So they'll be using it from now on. But the fundraising tab, if you look at that fundraising tab, everything is there. So you'll be able to get your tickets for the roadshow. You'll be able to register your dog um, and you'll be able to go into your draw, which I'm sure we'll talk about there in a few minutes. Yeah. And, and that's it. If you, if you want to hit the draw, I suppose the mon- the monster draw as well, maybe another highlight. And we've music. Yeah, that, 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 draw, well, that, that draw is huge. Yeah. The, the, the draws, the, the prizes we're after getting and, and great thanks to the two charities. I mean, they, they passed on a lot of these prizes that they've been given to people. Um, like two, two tickets for the, all, or the hurling all stars. I mean, I might have said I'd never get a chance to run into uh, Simple Stadium, but I can tell you I'll definitely end up never end up at the All Star. So that's probably the only way I'm going to get there. So look, it's a great way for everybody yeah, to get to, to, to the All Star for, for the Punchestown as well festival. So exactly the Punchestown, we have a four ball in the All Ireland um, Championship there, and the Golf Championship in Killarney, uh, Pembroke, Kilkenny, fabulous hotel, um, loads of signed jerseys, and we've more and more things coming on. I think believe the other yesterday we got. Uh, Two tickets for any Nathan Carter um event. So look, that's there's, there's great prizes that's, still coming that's in. Ruby prize there now. So. Yeah, actually, I just missed there, Kevin, as well. Is is and it's the one thing we we keep missing, and it's a huge thing as well. Is the Abesk. Um yes. They're a massive draw. Uh, they're able to fill a place on their own, and we were lucky enough to get them sponsored. Actually, Pfizer, my own company, ended up sponsoring them. So it's the reason why we have them. But look, they can fill a place on their own. They're a fantastic night. Um, 
I've been to myself about two months ago. So look, it's a fantastic night. So and that's in the dome there, is it? It's all in the dome. It's just literally straight after the Legends Road Show. It's going to be straight. So for your for your twenty five euros, um, you're getting good bang for your. You're book. getting some furious yeah, value, yeah. And actually, we're just going to promote it from today on. So uh, from tonight on, uh, we're going to be doing an early board as well. So if you want to buy your ticket before Sunday, you'll get it for twenty quid. So like for a show like that for twenty quid, I don't think you'll get it anywhere. Absolutely. Look, it's a great cause. There's a couple of great causes. Uh, fair play to Vice are putting their weight and their, I suppose, their enthusiasm behind this, Brian, as as well. Yeah. They brought up a, a great kind of new new direction for the sponsorship with all Tipperary teams, and you've really thrown your weight behind it. So I think fair, yeah, fair play on, on that. Yeah, thanks a million. It's, just, it's a new, I suppose, way of sponsorship. I suppose it hadn't been kind of done before. And the one thing I was told before when I was handed a job to do it was was they wanted to leave a legacy here, you know, and just loads of other things we do with the with the county board as well. So we wanted to leave a legacy. So when we do move on or if we ever move on, um, we just want to leave something behind, you know. And this is be high for whoever comes after, afterwards as well. I suppose just look, yeah, yeah a minor to all the Premier View podcast listeners out there as well that if they can support this in any way, there's loads of ways to support it buying a ticket or contributing a, a spot prize or whatnot. Two great causes, as you said. And uh, fair play to Pfizer for actually leading on this. Thanks so much, Kevin. Thanks for having us. for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place with linkedin you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.